Hey, True Crew, this is Vic, and I'm here to proudly announce that we are affiliates of The Subtle Nerd. The Subtle Nerd is a place where you can get all your modern, nerding, gaming, geek, lifestyle-type shirts. They've got hoodies. They've got tank tops. They've got stuff from men and women. They've even got posters and mugs for all your nerd gaming needs. And the best part about all this is that you, our loyal listeners and followers, all get to benefit from this joint venture, which means you get 10% off if you use the code CHEWPOD, C-H-E-W-P-O-D, all cap letters, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. So what are you waiting for? All you have to do is just click the link in the ad description below, or you can just head on over to thesubtlenerd.com. We'll also have all the information you need posted and pinned on all of our social media websites. And again, head on over to The Subtle Nerd, and don't forget to use the coupon code CHEWPOD so you get 10% off. Welcome to episode 377 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, I think this, is this our first casserole since we've been back? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah, it has. Oh, it has. Look how long we lasted. I know. Let's see how. <laughs> we ran out. <laughs> Usually like casseroles, it's like we really literally have nothing to talk about. No, that's, that's, that winging, it. That, that's winging it. That's winging oh, that's it. True. That's true. That's this, true. We actually have an agenda. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the agenda uh, is to actually fill an episode. That's the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's some stuff to talk about. Not not a lot, but um, trailer wise, though. I mean, I know we didn't we didn't uh, talk Star Wars Celebration or any of that stuff, and we probably won't talk a lot about that. But trailer wise, um, did you see the trailer for the the last trailer for Indiana Jones and the, and the Dial of Destiny? Though I did. And it just, actually, eh. has a little bit of a story to it now. Yeah, but I'm still just I'm I'm not I'm definitely not as excited as you are. I mean, I probably go see it just because it's Indiana Jones. But right, like, right. Are you having crystal I, I don't, I don't skull think, vibes, dude? I don't think you can. Even after you know George Lucas's prequel, I was ready to see Star Wars in somebody else's hands. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how fucking bad Crystal Skull was. Where I was like, I never want to see another Indiana Jones movie again. <laughs> <laughs> you know I- Bad, you have to make a movie for me to be like, just that's it. I never want to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm optimistic. I've seen every movie in the theater since I was a kid, and it's just, it's so delightful to me to have like to feel like back in the '80s where you had like a Star Wars movie, then an Indiana Jones, and then a Star Wars, then an Indiana Jones movie. And so I'm kind of excited, and uh, I want to see. I don't know. From what I've seen, it looks like they're doing a lot of flashback technology and the, and the de-aging technology. Right. Um, which, because I was wondering, how the hell are you going to tell a story with a 78-year-old, 79-year-old running around? Like, I already, we were already skeptical when he was 63 or 62 at the time when he did the other one. So right. I, I'm really, like, curious. And then I saw that, and I'm like, oh, that's a really genius, like, story You know what, telling. though? Like, if Crystal Skull wasn't such a piece of shit story-wise, I would, mm. I would be okay with a 63-year-old Indiana Jones. But because yeah, that movie yeah. was so fucking horrible, I can't, I just, 
I'm going to see it because it's called Indiana Jones and not because I want to. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're about to see a 60-year-old Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, which I'm is insane. fine with those because those stories are okay. Yeah. Those stories are those stories are pretty The plots good. the plots are like no one gives a shit about the plot of Mission well, Impossible. Well, I mean, they're it's called the Mission and, shit. Right. Yeah. It's called Mission Impossible. So like, I don't know. They well, they seem to they seem to do a they seem to have the formula for good Mission Impossible you know what? movies. They should call it Mission Improbable because it's not impossible. They keep they keep winning. So right. Mission kind of impossible? Mission <laughs> like, Mission, mission Impossible question colon if it was you. <laughs> if it wasn't Tom Cruise. If it wasn't Ethan Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if it was Tom Cruise, I'm pretty sure it's Mission Impossible as well. But if it's Ethan Hunt, it's going to happen. He has like a if it's named like Mike. Mission Impossible. <laughs> I mean, like that's what Brady Speak Lua like 24 yeah. was, right? Yeah. Except it was only impossible for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 24 hours in one minute, he would he yeah. would not have succeeded. I mean, that's how. I mean, does that mean Jack Bauer is that much better than Ethan Hunt because he can do I, it in 24 hours? He can do it in 24 hours. Yeah, where Ethan Hunt. Like, do you remember like we weeks. talked about a long time ago where it was like. Three of those hours he's at Verizon trying to get a new battery for his phone. Cause like, cause those movies are all like show is he he's always on the cable. phone. He yeah. can't find a cable that matches their the charger. It's like, yeah. He's the got hell? the wrong cord. Yeah. Cause now, Oh, I heard uh, iPhone might go to USB C. So now everything will be like universal. But yeah, back in the day, you have like four or five different plugs and you're like, like, yeah, we're out of stock, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's Jack no... Bauer's like shit. I mean, at least with like a USB-C or whatever, you can plug it into other things. Like you can plug it into mm. like other types of products. But like lightning cable, that's only fucking Apple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, uh, well, that's what you get with a casserole, guys. You you don't <laughs> useless information. Um, so one of the other things, I, I have not seen this movie yet. You saw Super Mario Brothers. We didn't review it. Because, well, for one thing, I didn't get to see it, and I still haven't seen it, but I'm willing to let you spoil it a little bit. Um, the movie just passed the billion dollars, so something's gotta be good about this movie if it's passing. It's a super bar, it's a super Mario Brothers movie that didn't involve, um, you know, Anthony Hopkins and John Leguizamo in a live action shitty Anthony movie. Anthony Hopkins? Oh, Bob Hoskins. Bob, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Sorry. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Hello, Luigi. Yeah. Um, that would have been a good one. That would have been, been better awesome. than the, yeah. But like, um, but it's a cartoon, right? But like the, the problem with the movie <clears throat> is that there's no reason that Mario should ever, like talk about, <laughs> talk about like Mary Sue characters, right? Like. Yeah. The whole, the entire movie, like you see, like Princess Peach is the badass in this movie. This guy's literally just a fucking plumber. Like there's nothing special about this dude. And he's basically relied on to save that entire realm, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, this, that entire like multiverse or whatever, the, the realm, I'll call it, whatever it is. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But like there's no reason for him to be the hero. I, and, I, and so like you cannot come up with a bigger Mary Sue character because like, and no, at no point while he's in the real world does he show that he's good with hand-to-hand combat. He actually gets his ass kicked all the time by this you're other all, dude. All, he's right? a bad plumber too. He's in real a, life. Yeah. No, he's not a bad plumber, but like, but again, what the fuck does plumbing have to do when you're fighting like a twelve-foot a, a fucking turtle, right? Like, what or tor- turtle dragon, whatever the fuck he is, whatever I Bowser guess. is, I don't fucking know. Yes. Doesn't matter. Dinosaur. But, 
don't right, know. but the point, but the point is again, is that like, the, he's he's a fucking giant Mary Sue, and I haven't seen one article about that. Um, so I, the movie's not great. It's got a lot of cool callbacks that like my kids didn't even get because it's too old for them. Right. You know, like they showed like the original Jumpman. Right. I mean, that's, that's what the, Mario used to be called. Yep. I think that's the only reason why I would want to watch the movie is to see all the quote-unquote Easter eggs and stuff like yeah, that. there's a lot of Easter eggs for gamers out there. But I also heard that there... Are they setting this up as like an Avengers-style type Marvel situation where... Because I heard Donkey Kong Country is another one that they might be working on next. And so, like, working on... You know, I'd like to see a Banjo and Kazooie one. That was such a silly game. Uh, right. But... Uh, setting it up to kind of build this world where you could have all these characters have their own movies and then put them all together in a movie or something like that. Obviously, they're going to have a sequel to this stupid thing. It made right. it over a billion dollars. I mean, right, right. I mean, look, the the story's not great. It's a really cool look. It's it's a good watch if you're a video game if you're a gamer, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you grew up in the '80s and you you knew the old school, like all of Nintendo is is. It's one giant Easter egg, but like kind of in a good way. You would figure, you know, when you're dealing with all these different worlds that Mario goes to, you're going to see Easter eggs. So kind of, it kind of makes sense. There's nothing really thrown in there. What's sad is that in Super Mario Brothers, they could get all the characters together that you love, but they couldn't do that in Force Awakens. It's like, what the fuck? You imagine like Super Mario Brothers doesn't have Toad or Peach or Luigi. It's just Mario. Like and like Mario. Luigi shows up at the end for five seconds. Mario never meets Luigi. Yes. <laughs> Mario never reunites Peach with dies Luigi. in the middle of it. Right. You know, it's so, so anyway, um, okay. I mean, uh, it'll be streaming soon. I'm sure I'll be watching it very yeah, soon. Like I said, if you're, if you're a gamer, it's worth the watch, but don't expect to watch like the best like the Sonic movie is so much better like story wise it's so much better the two Sonic I, movies are so much I better I did I did like those I finally watched those and I, I yeah did both like of those I, don't, I have no reason to like those <laughs> movies but I those those mm-hmm. both those Sonic movies are actually really good I prefer those movies over this Super Mario Brothers movie yeah like the the Pikachu detective movie too I didn't I never, care never for. watched it I didn't, didn't care watch for it, it was, well it was Deadpool and Pikachu's body it's that was kind of, weird. I forgot that <clears throat> happened. That's probably one of the reasons why I didn't watch it. Yeah. So Chris Pratt's voice did it. I mean, did it made it, sense. It, okay. It made sense. Okay. It made sense why it didn't, why it wasn't. But I mean, it literally was just I felt Chris like, Pratt. I felt like they could have got anybody to do Mario's yes, voice. They, they definitely could have. They could, they could have gotten the original Mario they actor. spent well, like five bucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I, I, there's no way I could listen to that Mario voice for 90 minutes. So I'm glad that they didn't do it. <laughs> I guess that's true. Because but... there is there is the Easter egg where he actually does the Italian voice, oh. and it's for it's for a commercial. And okay. I, and as soon as they did it, I was like, holy fuck! There's no way I could listen to 90 minutes of this shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I you got know how you. like when you're watching like a Mickey special and Mickey's mm. voice after five minutes gets annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, picture that with a really bad Italian accent, and that's why I'm glad they didn't do it. So they poked fun of it, essentially. Kind that's, of, yeah. Uh, meta, a little inside joke thing. It is, but like I understand why they didn't do it because 
personally for me, if I had to listen to that Mario voice for 90 minutes, I would have killed myself. Well, the thing is about those games, though, is Mario rarely ever talks. It's everybody right. else that talks. But so. that's what I mean. They actually, yeah. they actually showed you what it would be like as, I don't know if they did this, but it, it got, this, this is what I took from it was that here's how annoying this fucking voice could be in just a 20 second commercial. Right, Imagine if right. we did this to you for 90 minutes. Yeah. Cause that's that was what I com- took it as. Yeah. Cause that was one of the complaints, right? Was like, but I'm glad that they didn't because it would have been horrible. It would yeah, have been so yeah. bad. Yeah. That was like one of the complaints was like, why he doesn't, that doesn't sound like Mario. And I'm like, you really yeah. want to have. Mario no. talking no. like a racist Italian like the entire time in a in a really high pitched voice. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I I didn't. I'm I'm at, that was probably one of the smarter things they did. But they at least probably could have gotten the Mario actor to do a different voice if that's the case. Right, right. Like like here, here's the annoying Mario voice, but then do a normal voice. And you, right, you, right, right. you create the normal voice. That would have been awesome if they gave the Mario voice actor a chance to create like a real world or, you know, a CG world, uh, Mario voice where it's not the annoying video game version. Right, right. I guess that makes sense. That makes but total yeah. sense. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth a stream. Like I said, if you're a gamer. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at that. I'll take a look at it and see uh, if it's something, you know, I, I haven't really read any kind of like reviews on it. I haven't like been paying attention. Dude, it's, it's so fucking predictable. It's so predictable. I mean, it, it's, yeah. Okay. Here's what happens, right? You picture it's a fish out of water story. So you already okay. kind of know what's going to happen there, right? It's right. a fish out of water story. It's a Mary Sue okay. story for a guy, right? And it's a heroic story. Uh, with, uh, like a, like a Star Wars, like a Luke Skywalker okay. ending, right? Okay, gotcha. Where the guy comes from nothing, learns something, or whatever, but he's a bigger fucking Mary Sue than Luke Skywalker was. <laughs> okay. Cause literally his training happens in like three hours or four hours. That's it. And that's how he fucking wins. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I did watch, uh, I did watch Creed three. I was surprised that after a month it was already out. So I watched that. It was it was okay. I don't think it was better than the first two. And then I know I'll uh, watch that, so I don't want that spoiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I won't spoil it for you. Um, albeit it's kind of predictable, but you know, the, right. the I think it's mostly like the acting. You know, is is how off it. was I when I said I think it's going to be like Rocky three, kind of. Uh, yeah, you would be off. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. All right, good. It's a different it's it's <clears throat> it's a little different All right. than what I thought it was going to be too. But um so we got some movies coming up. I think we're going to review this next week. We got Guardians coming up. I've been really trying to stay away from all the all the commercials cuz they're hitting left and right and I only saw like the last trailer or whatever it was like a month or yeah, so I think ago. They, I think they even dropped like a couple of scenes or something too. So yeah, I'm I, trying I, to stay away. Yeah. Everything I hear about it is like it's a really good send off, a tearjerker, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, no more, no more. I don't want to hear any more about it. I just yeah. want to go see this thing. Um, the other thing that's kind of pissing me off is all the DC nerds out there like mad at Gunn for promoting Guardians. And I'm like, are you stupid? Like uh, this is what he 
Dick I, first. I, I wouldn't say yeah. I wouldn't say it's the DC nerds. I'm going to say it's the DCEU nerds. Oh, the Snyder nerds. Yeah, like I don't I don't put any I don't put any shit behind what they do. They're just a bunch of idiots. I can't wait to shut the door on the Snyderverse. It's still going. I mean, I don't think they're going to shut the door because of the Flash, which is a good segue because um from or all the buzz that's coming out of that movie because the trailer just released that even James Gunn is saying that this movie is amazing. Yeah. Which they need to I'm stop like, dropping shit. God, there's so much Keaton in that one. I was because, like, really? Because if there's anything, to, the only, this is how, this, this is how this shit works, right? Like, if, if this movie sucked, they would have bagged it and just hung Ezra Miller out to dry, yeah. right? But because it's good, the fact that James Gunn is even promoting it, and it's going to get released, and they're putting more money behind the marketing. You're not hearing a lot about what's going on with Ezra Miller. I mean, you oh. probably will. You probably will as you know it gets closer to release date. But it's kind of fucking messed up, in my opinion. That because this movie is so fucking good, that we're we're going to see this movie released. Yeah, and I think it's going to. I think I think it's going to reset the DCEU to the DCU because that kind of already happened in Shazam. Oh. It doesn't reset in Shazam, but it bridges the two worlds. Yeah, um Shazam is another thing that I just saw on like I could rent already. Uh that just came out like what 3 or 4 weeks ago or some shit. It's yeah, on I HBO Max. <laughs> no, like right now it's Amazon Prime. I think uh, I can I could rent it. Um, oh, okay, it'll be a, it'll be like the end of May, I think, for HBO Max. But I could wait another month. It, yes, it's, it, and so is uh, Ant Man: Quantumania. I think is out in a couple weeks on Disney yeah. Plus, also. Right. So yeah, it's amazing how fast that shit's turning around. I think especially for the things that didn't do too well, because <laughs> like <laughs> right. Ant Man didn't do well, Shazam really didn't do well. Um, I think Joker 2 is going to be another big, big hit. I really, really do. <clears throat> well, we haven't seen anything yet, so we'll see what's going on. We haven't, that. but like I just, I, the way they're teasing that thing, they need to just keep doing that instead of just unfurling their entire dick and showing everybody. I don't like that. Like, right. when they show, you know, so much, and then you're just like, whatever. Like, I, I don't know why that's DC's MO to do that, to just show you so much stuff. It might be different now that Gunn's involved. I hope so, because, like, The Flash, when I first saw, saw the first trailer, I was like, okay. And then they showed Keaton, and I got excited, or they showed the Batmobile underneath the, you know, they didn't show it, but it was underneath the cloth. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm in. I, I'm ready for this. And then the last trailer was literally like, let me show you, if Keaton's in the movie 15 minutes, let me show you 10 minutes of it. Like, fuck! Like, stop well, I'm showing sure the shit. I'm sure there's more of it, and... <clears throat> Yeah, you know, obviously it relies heavily on the Flashpoint. I heard he goes, um, "Let's get crazy." I heard he does that. Let's go nuts or whatever. Right, right, right. That's I'm what he's like. You know, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah, anyway. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm still. I don't know. It'd be, it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, the different takes on what's going on because I'm pretty sure I saw I saw Clark Kent in or not Clark Kent. I saw Cal L. 
Kal El in the, uh, in the trailer, yeah, like this possible. time around. Because there's that one scene where Supergirl's carrying somebody through the clouds, and it's a dude without a shirt on, and it just reminds me of um, in Flashpoint because in the in the comic book version, it's Superman that's or Kal El that's in the uh, facility that they break out. In this oh, one, it looks like it's Supergirl, it's but like it's Supergirl, at the same yeah. time they are showing. They were showing, um, I, it looks like it's Kal El. Cause it, he, he never becomes Clark in Flashpoint. He, right, he's right, always right. Kal El. He's always Kal El. It, it looks, uh, <laughs> action packed and that's what I want. I want a really good comic booky action shit going on in this thing. Um, and it also yeah. looks like it's like, I don't want to say emulating Marvel because Marvel's just whatever. It's, uh, DC's a little more dark and stuff, but it looks like there's some humor in this thing and some really good. But not action, in a bad so. way, like you. No, always... no, not a, not tongue in cheek, you know. Right, right. Um, so it looks like the writers of the director got this thing right. It's just unfortunate that they got it right so late because Justice League came out in 2017. Man, it's been years. Right. What took so fucking long to bring this movie out? Uh, I know it well, got, I think a lot it got of it, delayed well, because COVID, of him, but. Well, yeah. him and COVID, both of those things. And I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of bullshit. If this movie was like not what people are saying it is, it would have ne- probably never seen the light of day. Yeah. Or they might have released it on, you know, they would have just dropped it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess it says a lot to say we're going to release The Flash with all of Ezra Miller's problems and then not release Batgirl. Like, maybe Batgirl is as bad as they say it is. Yeah. Right? Like, if Gunn is actually, like, Gunn is actually praising the Flash movie and, like, saying, like, actually, this is pretty fucking good. Like, this is one of the best superheroes that have ever been made. And and that coming from him means a lot. Well, here's the thing. I I will trust him up until the point he pulls a Steven Spielberg. Well, right up until Steven Spielberg said, I was you know, just you guys are in the Star Wars thing. Like I yeah, would have believed yeah. Steven Spielberg's word after that point. I will believe James Gunn is saying that this movie is good up until I watch The Flash. And if it's a shit, then I'm never going to believe what he fucking says about a DC movie again. Yeah. But I'm saying if we take what he's saying at face value, it goes to show you how Batgirl might be a fucking awful movie. Yeah, it's possible. Because if Batgirl was any, any decent with no problems from any of the leads, and it has Brendan Fraser in it, because trust me, if that movie was any good and it had Brendan Fraser in it after his Oscar win, you would think Warner Brothers and DC would drop that movie, right? That makes financial sense. I can't believe... I'm just saying... Yeah. I'm just saying it makes total financial sense... If Brendan Fraser is in that movie as the main bad guy and he just won an Oscar, why yeah. the fuck wouldn't they release that movie? It has to be that be bad. bad. It's gotta be and bad. And they're releasing the Flash movie with everything against it because this is the DCEU Flash, right? right? So who gives a fuck about this DCEU Flash fucking with the DCEU? We hate the DCEU because it sucks. However, it's that fucking good with all of Ezra Miller's problems that they're going to release it and James Gunn is also backing the movie. It's got to, it's got to, yeah, it would be the ultimate, you know, shit move to, to do it the opposite way. Like to, to do that and then it'd be bad. You know I'm just I mean? saying like, like, if you're, if 
obviously they only give a fuck about making money, right? There's a reason why with all of Ezra Miller's problems, they're not dropping it on HBO Max. They're dropping it in the theater because they know this movie's fucking good, right? Or yeah. they're hoping that it is. They, everybody who's seen this movie, it. everybody who has seen this movie has said it's fucking great. Right? Yeah, who else said they watched it recently and said it was amazing? I'm just saying, if you're Warner Brothers, you literally only care about making money, right? Mm-hmm. If Batgirl was good and you had an Oscar, a brand new Oscar winner in your movie, wouldn't you release it? Even if it was just okay, right? Even if it was just okay, you could just tack on the Oscar nominated thing because I'm sure they have a formula for what happens when you put an Oscar nominated person in a comic book movie right somebody has to have that stat somewhere I'm just saying like if they won't even do that for an okay movie and they won't even drop it on HBO Max I'm just saying maybe Batgirl could be as bad as everyone says it is Because if it's all about making money, it makes no sense. Um, it was uh, it was Tom Cruise recently who they showed the movie to, who raved and raved and raved about it, and called the directors afterward to tell mm. them how much he loved the movie. I I mean I don't know. I mean Tom Cruise is like one of the biggest stars in the world, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never heard him like talk or about is a comic book movie. Yeah, I've never heard him talk about movies or anything. Say like, "Oh, you got to watch this thing." Never. So that was kind of interesting. Spielberg did come out and say the other day that that he's just like was raving about James Mangold's uh, Indiana Jones and said, uh, "Like, Whatever. I can't believe." I know he's like, "I can't believe someone else can make this movie just you know besides me." I was like, uh, "Whatever." That's a little egotistical, but okay. Between between the Phantom Menace praise and then Michael Bay fucking directing Transformers, I have no trust in in your fucking word for anything. Yeah, yeah. If Steven Spielberg came out before Endgame and told me it was going to fucking be amazing, I would have been like, oh, fuck, we're screwed. <laughs> oh, no. It's we're truly fucked. the Endgame. <laughs> yeah, fucking Endgame. <laughs> So I don't know. I I am now at a point where I will pay money to go watch The Flash. I wasn't going to before, but right. um the hype is the hype apparently is real. It's building. So as soon as those tickets become available, I mean those in Indiana Jones, I'm definitely going to go see those two movies, but um another movie that I'm going to go see uh came out in 1983 about 40 odd years ago. 40 yeah, 40 years ago. Return of the Jedi has returned to the theaters. I don't know how well it did. Yeah, I think it is a special edition. I don't know how well it did. That's why I didn't go see it. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited. My kids are very excited because they've never seen uh, an original Star Wars movie. It's not the well. They still haven't, (laughs) but they haven't seen the original trilogy um, in the theaters. And I got to, I've got to do it twice. You know, once. I saw it back in 97, I think. It was 97 for Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Yeah, it came out like in March of 97, yeah. I, so I, I, that's the last time I saw it in theaters. And, you know, when it was just the movie, the original movie, I was okay with it. Every time I saw something new, it took me out of the movie. Um, so in A New Hope, it's the scene where they're driving into Mos Eisley. I hate that so much. Right. I wish they would just cut it out. The Jabba thing, while it does bother me a little bit, I'd much rather have that than the robot scene driving in. And then, other than Han that, they made first. some. 
They made, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I fucking, uh, I guess I hate a lot of shit about that movie. Um, it seems like Empire. Well, all the other stuff is just better. cookie cutter. Yeah, but here's the problem with that. All the other stuff is just cosmetic cookie cutter shit. That's all I, it, it doesn't is, yeah. change anything. That even the scene with Jabba doesn't really change anything because it just you ties, know well, he, it ties he, it to Return of the Jedi. That's because about he already that. says he owes him money. That's why they cut it too. Like it doesn't really yeah. make sense. You just need to yeah. know that it's a badass, like badass, you know, my boss that needs money from Solo and Solo has this history of fucking him over or whatever, right? That's all you need to know. It doesn't fundamentally change anything. Han shooting last or second changes everything. It changes Han Solo. It changes the dynamic of the trilogy too. So if I had somebody that told me I've never watched Star Wars before, I would, number one, I would tell them to watch in the order in which it we watched it in, you know, when, right. th- when it came out release-wise. But also I would tell them to watch the original ones because having Jabba show up, it it it's not as striking as if when you see him return the Jedi. So all you do is hear about him. You hear right. about him in, in Empire and all that stuff, and you're like, oh, shit. And then he gets captured and sent there, and you're like, oh, okay. And then right. when it's, it's like, revealed. It's like the Jaws effect. It's like the yeah. Jaws effect. Then it's revealed in Return of the Jedi exactly who it is, and you're like, holy shit, that thing is crazy looking. Right. So it, it kind of takes away from that. Like, I don't understand. And you're also like, how much did fucking Jabba eat in three years? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the special editions, if anything, they just, they take away those really cool story elements that made the original trilogy the way it should be. And telling us that you've got to watch it in the order that they intended it's not good the storytelling's better if you watch just four five and six and you don't know any of the backstory or you know any of that stuff it's so much better and the reveals of of course darth vader being the father and and leia being the sister like all those reveals are fantastic if you i showed my girls i showed them one through six or at least Mm -hmm. did it that way because they already knew yeah. Anakin Skywalker was well, Vader. I, I actually watch it that way now, but before, I mean, when I, when someone was new to Star Wars and never watched anything, I'm like, watch it this way. Yeah, but there's yeah. also uh, like an order. I think I heard you heard it on Big Bang Theory called the Machete Order, where you right. you kind of you skip episode it one altogether. I, I I tried that. It doesn't work. Or it doesn't. I don't like it. Well, it's it's weird, but it's like you watch you watch episode four. You basically, the machete order is kind of like how Godfather is, is Godfather 2 is told, right? Right, like th- right. There's a present story, but at certain points it jumps backwards. And that's basically what the machete order is. You're watching like four, then you're watching isn't one, it two. Four, isn't it four, five, and then two, three, and then six? Like you don't watch Something one like at that. all. Yeah, there, it's it, like the best way I could describe it is like the Godfather 2, where it's telling yeah, the story, yeah. but it's also going backwards in the middle of the story. Right, so. right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, there's elements about the first one that I like, but it, it's really a story that doesn't necessarily need to be told. Like we always thought that you, if you want to show them as a kid, show it for like 10 minutes and then show them as a teenager and show them as an angry teenager and, and all the shit that happens to him and yeah. what drives him to become Vader. And then by the second one, at the end of the second one, you make him Vader. And then in the third one, he's just fucking scary and just killing Jedi and shit running after but, obi-wan you know right but not as not as the mechanical vader like i still no, i want to see still oh, I, it should have still 
it should have ended the way Sith ended. Yeah. But you're right. Like the, the, him going rogue and going bad should have been over two movies instead of just 20 minutes in the third movie. Yes. Yeah. It's bullshit. So anyway, whatever. Because that's the most important part, you know? Yes. We know this is why the prequels are not good. No matter what anybody <laughs> says. No matter what I know. Anybody and, says. The, and the, and the weird thing is, is like you watch Filoni's like 10 minute rant about the prequels when you're watching that Mandalorian right. documentary and you're right. just like, did I, did we watch, fuck, did I watch the same movie? Like I, I actually like, it made me want to go back and watch yeah, him but again. I have a feeling that like Filoni also talks to Lucas. And if you talk to Lucas, you're going to fucking get insight that you've never seen before too. But right, I'm not right. best friends with George Lucas. I can only watch his fucking movies. Right. And in and the fucking movies, it takes 20 minutes for Darth Vader to fucking happen. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't you remake those movies, Filoni? Just make those the way that you see them. Because when he explains it, you're like, oh fuck, that that makes a lot of well, sense. I'm, telling, That's I'm really telling you awesome. right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. After that rant, I went back and watched the prequel. It didn't fix it. It's still the- shit. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't make it any better. It's still you not. Turn, you turn the audio off, and you just have Filoni explaining it like over Throughout and over again. Thing. It's only yeah, like the, <laughs> the three minute thing over eight hours. Yeah, uh, you're not even listening to the movie. You're just listening. It, it to didn't help. Like, no. like I, I tried to see, and then I, I if you were retelling Anakin's story and summarizing it for a paper, yeah. that's what you would get. But if you actually sat down and watched all of it, it's still not there. You have to do a lot of fucking digging. It's like the fucking, it's like the painting in Bruce Wayne's fucking ceiling <laughs> or a wall. It, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. that kind of insight. Yeah. Or it's that you're best friends with George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> We're neither. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. So, uh, it's not happening. Right. But I mean, that's. Anyway, these are the things that were on our mind. I, I don't really don't have anything much more to talk about except, uh, you know, there there are some things that we're watching on TV right now. Like, I don't know, we finished watching Shrinking, which if you haven't seen that before, go watch it. Harrison Ford's amazing. Then go watch Indiana Jones because the dude can act. Everybody forgets that this guy is an actor. You know, he, yeah, he started some, like, crazy whatever action movies. But, like, in the show, he's just fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, I will say that he is really, really amazing in that show. my favorite part about that show. Um yeah, we finished Mythos Quest season three. That was pretty good. Ted Lasso, we're just about done with it. I won't spoil that, but it's a pretty, it's a really interesting season because it doesn't really focus on Ted that much, which was odd. But it's uh, everybody else uh, is focused. He's just a small part of it, but still pretty good writing. Um, I think the makers are shrinking too, uh, and. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of shows that are on right now that I'm like I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Rob Lowe's Unstable. That's another good one. He he's actually really funny. Uh, they just got to give him a good vehicle, and I think this was it. This was a really good vehicle that him and his son actually took part in. His son in the show, I think, is his son in real life, and so that was kind of interesting to see their dynamic. Um, he plays like a like kind of a um, like like Mythic Quests like that guy. You know the lead guy, but very eccentric. But he's also like it looks like he was br- like got broke, like his brain broke because he's like done doing these really off the wall shit, um, running this tech company. And his son is like the the straight shooter, you know, the the Justin Bateman of the you know rest of development kind of thing. Just like the only sane one, but all this crazy shit happening around him, you know. 
but it, it's good. It's really well written. It's on Netflix, unstable. And then, uh, that's about it. I mean, Sweet Tooth season two's out. I don't know if we're going to review that, but, uh, it's more of the same shit so far that I've seen. Um, and I really like the first season, but if it's going to be exactly the same, then it's not something I want to, you know, keep watching. Cause I need new shit. I need something like, if you're going to do a season two, make it like really different and really, you know, um, and not so much the same. Cause then that's just super boring. Uh, the only other thing we have to add is we're both playing Jedi survivor. Uh, we'll probably come back in a couple weeks and review that. Uh, next week is Guardians of the Galaxy review and maybe some other stuff coming up. But yeah, this is this is a short episode. This is just our casserole, just a just a, a little morsel uh, for you on Monday morning. Anything you'd like to add, Mister Vic? No, I'm good. So I, I gotta go take a dump. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, man. Well, <clears throat> that was episode uh, 377 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Back. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later.